Welcome to this week's album, a book club but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's essentially a book club, but with music. Who said that? For double points. This week's album is For Emma, Forever by Bon Iver. Gregory, take it from here. Interesting. So welcome to this week's podcast. So welcome to this week's album. His name also is, is good. <laughs> his name is Piggy. And the album oh, is goodness. For Emma, Forever to Go by Bon Iver. So... Do you want to go try that again, Piggy? Close to 90%. No, 90%. We'll take that. No, you want to take it? No, okay. that's precious. Welcome to this week's album. My name is Greg. <laughs> no, anyway. Just got to get this out of my system anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I can't move on without getting that out of my system. <laughs> Welcome right. to this week's book. <laughs> um, this is an album, but with podcasts. <laughs> oh, no. We're all a bit giddy. So, right. Sorry. No, 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 no we're good. So, for Emmy, forever ago, did years listen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Piggy? You know I did. Nice, nice. So... I'm going to get the ball rolling by saying that this was an album that was nominated previously in the um, concept team uh, uh, poll. But I can't remember what the concept was. Uh, any, of you, any of you familiar with the concept? An album you wanted someone else to listen to? Sorry. Yeah, I think it was that week. album you want someone else to listen to? Yeah, an album it you might... wanted someone else to hear. Like, No, definitely wasn't. Hmm. Well, I'll check the group chat while we do this and see if I can find the. No, it was definitely it was definitely the concept team albums poll. Was it? Yeah, no, hundred percent was. And we what happened with that with that week was we nominated. Or sorry, we put up a poll on Facebook and we allowed people to nominate albums as well. Yes. And Sam, my lovely missus, nominated this album. Um, I'd say she probably nominated it because she knows I'm a fan of Bonnie Vera and this album. And she probably googled concept albums and seen this and just said, "Yep, I'll go with that album." Um, and what won that week? What won the oh, Beyonce? What? Oh, nice yeah. and Sam double week. She fucked. I was gonna say your your lovely missus, who for our listeners we all love. Sam is a wonderful woman, but uh, <laughs> puts this up and nominates it for her significant other, Greg. And then rallies her troops to make us listen to Beyonce. Yeah, I know. It was like she was conflicted. Like, oh, I'll nominate an album he likes and then let him down yeah. <laughs> by just everybody voting for her. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember the concept. That's just straight off the bat there, right? Um, but what I will say is I'm a big fan of Bonnie Ver, And I remember listening to this album. I don't think I necessarily listened to it in 2008 when it came out. I probably found it 2009 or 2010. But I put up a post on Facebook yesterday pointing out that Bon Iver won a, a Grammy for Best New Artist in 2012. Yeah. Even though this album came out in 2008. <laughs> oh, eight, yeah. So if I did listen to it in 2009 or 2010, I was still relatively new to the game. So I'll take that. Um, I actually bought the album on iTunes at the time because I don't I don't really buy CDs. And That's I, where the investment is. No, see, I don't invest in it when I buy CDs on iTunes or anything like that. 
my mindset is I want to give back to the artist. So if I feel like, like let's say I've listened to the album through Spotify a lot, and I'm like, Do you know what, they deserve money for that, I'll go and buy the album just so that they can get the money for it, you know? That's how I yeah. approach that. I get that, but I'd rather have the physical copy of a CD from me, but it's really hard to get these no, days. No, I get that, but my issue with CDs is I always break the cases. Well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, like, mentally impaired, so I, I can actually hold the case of a CD without breaking it. Fair. Look, I wish I had your skills. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It is difficult. You, you, you mean Piggy wishes he was just as strong as you and just yeah, broke it? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But for that reason, I bought it on iTunes and I didn't buy the physical disc. But this to me is an album to touch on that you said before. Piggy is probably a perfect album to listen to on vinyl. I'd say that much. Um, but anyway, with this album. I loved this album for years and years and years and what I struggled with this week was coming straight off the bat with a 9 out of 10 album like Me Like Bees, The Ides, which it was an album that was so upbeat and so just... Good? Yeah, so good, but like, not even that, but it like, obviously so that it was so good, but it had your adrenaline pumping, you know, it was just... It reminded me of when I I mentioned it before one of the after shows. It reminded me of when I went to see Oasis in concert, and their support act was Prodigy, and Prodigy were like insane. And then once Pro- like and I remember, people would have thought I was on E because I was dancing around like a lunatic, and everybody was at, at at the concert. And then they go off the stage, and on comes Oasis singing like ballads almost. Yeah, my <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, like style and it. it was such a letdown because Prodigy had you pumped and then Oasis it was just hard to get into Oasis after that for me so this this album I had the same experience this week where coming off of the Me Like Bees album I was so pumped I just struggled to get into it this week but I do know I am a big fan of this album what about you what was your experiences um, <clears throat> yeah no I actually was going to cut you off but yeah, it's a rare week where I would don't really want to go last uh because that's exactly how i feel like i don't think this was a fair out this was a fair week to follow up me like no. the Eyes with um with this album i feel like if this album had popped up in mid-december it'd be a whole different story we'd be having a very different discussion well um, i just want to add on to that like even right now i know in ireland i don't know what the weather is like over there for you in ohio but you right now, see? this is the perfect weather for listening to the album over here. It's cold, it's miserable, all that sort of stuff. It just yeah. followed up, uh, followed off of me like bees. But carry on. We uh we had six to eight inches of snow, so you know, get your inch to centimeter calculator out <laughs> while I talk and figure it out. Um, and this was hard for me because I listened to this album and I want to love this album. Yeah, and, and and real quick to touch on what Feldo just said in the chat, the album had me wanting more. Like, and I don't think there's more for him to give, and I don't say that in a negative what? way. What? Now, hang on. I said I don't say that in a negative way. Okay. I mean, he put his himself out there with this album. Like, you know, this is his at Walton Pond. Like, as you know, he locked himself in a cabin to build this and, you know, kind of just went 
you know, he, everyone thought he went primal and really he just sat there and played with the laptop according to himself. But like this man is a amazing artist. This mm-hmm. man is possibly one of the most skilled musicians and vocalists of our time. And I don't think he gets the recognition he deserves. And I say this man, and I mean, you know, Justin Vernon, I don't mean to discredit any of Bonnie Vare. Mm. Like, but there is no Bonnie Vare without him. Like, sure. But would... I, I mentioned last week, though, that he, like, he wrote this album and then Bonnie Vare became a group. So, yeah. It's, you're definitely not discrediting him by saying that, anyways. But they also recorded this whole album as a group. This wasn't just a solo album. Yeah, but I'm saying he recorded it in the 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 cabin on his own, and then went away and Bonnie very like he teamed up with his mates basically. He he was in like another band before this as well. So Bonnie Bonnie Ver, what I'm saying here is that it ultimately was a solo project where he then asked people to join him with making the album, and then he said, "Right, okay. actually." you're now part of Bonnie Bear and Bonnie Bear is not just a solo act. Right. So I don't need to feel so bad just referring to this as all of this is him and his and because, you know, he did. And, and I, like I said, I'll go, I'll say it one more time. I don't want to discredit any of the other musicians in this group or any of the other musicians he's ever worked with, but he is one of those talents that I, I have a feeling. I haven't listened to any of his other stuff. I've heard he recorded some stuff with Taylor Swift and that would be an interesting thing to listen to um, because they're both people that tend to outshine the people they're with. Like he shines so bright that like, and his talent is so great that like he kind of overshadows everybody else, but it leaves me wanting more. Like, I just, I want to know, like, what are the limits to what this man can do? Like, what are the limits to this man's, the, the vocal range on this guy, like, is just insane. Like, come here. Is, the, is this the first time you heard this album? Yeah, this is the first oh, time okay. I've heard this group. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, no. And I know him. I know who he is. I, I and I've known of him. And I, I, you know, I know he's an underappreciated musician. And here's the thing. I can understand why he's underappreciated, but I can also st- understand how he got to that point. Sorry, I just want you to fill me fill me in here, and I'm not trying to discredit anything you're saying. Like, no, from my perspective, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say that he's underappreciated. Because I really? I would see it from the opposite side, opposite way, and I'm just curious as to what makes you think he's um, underappreciated. I, I mean, I'll make a really simple point: your Facebook post. Mm. I mean, it took four years for them to realize that he made an album and then called them the best new artist right like, okay so you put mean this about masterpiece had... out right so you're you're more so referring to at the time he was underappreciated is that what you're saying yeah sorry yeah. i thought you were saying still to this day sorry my bad under recognized uh, he should be even to this day he should be more well recognized and more famous than he is he should be more of a household name i feel like hmm. I remember, see, the reason why I'm so fascinated by you saying this is just because last week I actually touched on it by saying that one of my gripes with Bonnie Bear is how popular they are. That anytime they had a concert over here, it kept selling out due to people oh, really? who liked Skinny Love. Oh! Um, 
Yeah. I didn't even like that song. Oh, that's that song blew up and became huge <laughs> and other people covered it, like Bordy as well covered it and stuff like that. But one of my oh. issues was every time he toured over here, they toured over here, um, it would sell out. But then his other band, Volcano Choir, would yeah. so so I remember one year, I think it was twenty fourteen maybe, Bonnie Vera was here and they done the tree arena, so that's an arena. And they sold out within minutes. And then about two years later, Volcano Choir, his other band, that he's the, main, the 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 singer in it as well, they played the Vicar Sheet, which is a tiny little venue in, in Dublin. And it's just ultimately a case that just shows like that Bonnie Vare, because of Skinny Love, were able to sell out arenas, arenas and due to people who were there because of a, a single rather than people who are there for an album, in my opinion, like. Yeah. No, it makes sense, totally. It's, uh, I think a good, well, not a, a good analogy, but a good comparison is if Freddie Mercury was still alive and Queen was still touring, people would get paid just to go see a concert in the hopes to watch Bohemian Rhapsody get played. Um well, you say that as an American. I, I, it's not like that in, in Ireland and England. That I mean, is. do you want me to use an American band? I mean, the Doors, people would pay to go watch him play <laughs> Riders on the Storm. Like, Sorry, I, I'm, I'm being too anal about it, I think. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I, my point is, is like, that's not fair to the artist. Kind of like, you're, I, is kind of the point I also think you're kind of making. Like, it shouldn't just be about that one song, though. It should be about, like... And I, I feel like Justin Vernon's the kind of guy who didn't appreciate getting famous on one song. He wanted everyone to look at his whole portfolio and what he could do. And like, he he also know. famously said at the Grammys as well, like, "What are we doing here? Like, we're all sitting in a room celebrating each other when there's millions of musicians around the world like who aren't getting recognition that they deserve." Basically, exactly. Mm. That's how he makes me feel. Mm. Like he just he just does. I don't know. The world didn't has not appreciated him to his full potential at this point. It's it's also a shame that Piggy couldn't be with us here this week to discuss the album. I, I yeah, you guys remember I told you there might be a time when Piggy couldn't be with us anymore. Sadly, he's not speaking today. Yeah. Piggy, this album put me to death. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a really good joke, but actually, I did like Skinny Love. Like, I that was a great song. I was like. I can see why people like it so much. Like that's a, a little, that's an animal. Great. That's the only song I've listened to. I listen to this whole album and then I listen to Skinny Love again because like that's a like. Let me go. Back oh to damn! That yeah, I was like, that's a really good song. That's probably the first time that's happened. Yeah, might mm. be. I, I will. Right. Let me give you a few little criticisms from me. I don't want to hear you playing an instrument for a minute and a half before you get into actually singing. Right. So yeah. that, that, I didn't like that. Oh, God. I have a few things that I didn't know. Your man, who I, I I just thought this is one bloke, so I didn't know this person had a different band. That's like you can't like you can't. He's not talented enough to put his hand in other oh, people's pots. No, I don't think he is. He's he's, think... In, he's in multiple bands, but also yeah, I mentioned yeah. I mentioned last week, Piggy, how he features on a Kanye West album, and then Jake mentioned there he features on a Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift album. Yeah. And to get on Taylor Swift's albums, like. Swifty for life. <laughs> you gotta get Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I like. For, like. I didn't see his talent. Where I'm like, yeah, get him in every album. Like, yeah. this was more than enough for me. Do you know what? I, actually, sorry, Pete. Go on. I was getting off topic. 
Oh no, go on. I'll just tell you right. Skinny Love and Forenda, I was like right there, incredible songs. And other than that, his song, it, it, a minute and a half to start singing to me is too much. Okay. Forenda is my favorite song off the album. Forenda is a great yeah, song. No, yeah, Forenda is a fantastic piece of music. The trumpets got me mm. every time. Oh yeah, and I was only wondering about that today. I wonder like how good that song would be without the trumpets because knowing that this album was originally written slash originally recorded um in the in the in the cabin like did he originally think you know what this would be great with trumpets or did he originally have an idea of doing it as a acoustic song you know i'm curious to know how he originally heard that rumor has it he actually got the trumpet <laughs> into the cabin <laughs> no he didn't but come here piggy so your first time listening to Bonnie Vera as well, right? Yeah. Without me saying their name there, how is that how you would have pronounced their name? Say it one more time for me. Bon Iver. I would have said Bon Iver. Yeah, that's that's what everybody calls it. But um and I remember I first called it Bon Iver until I heard them saying no, it's actually Bon Iver, which apparently is French, I don't know. That's like um, XXX Yeah. XXX it, Natasha la 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 like you just say means g- good winter. Oh there we go. And uh they're from Wisconsin, and that's yeah. north of me, so it's cold and icy and wintry a lot. They're like a like they're, they're like the definition to me of like chill music. Like there's no song that's like aggressive and like like you can't take like you know like you could listen to them if you're having a bad day. You could listen to them having a good day. You could listen to them yeah. in the rain and the mm-hmm. snow and the sun masturbating. Like you could listen to like <laughs> in any kind of way. Yeah, I said it. You could listen to them in that, like there's no. They're like they're just like so subtle. It's just like such a an easy album to listen to. And yeah. I I would love to, oh, I spoiler alerts. Mm. Their next album is not that. Um John said last week, Oh, is this their autotune album? So their their follow up album is called Oh well Yeah, okay. So the follow up album is actually Bonnie Ver. Um, but they had an album after that called 22 A Million, which came out in 2016. And I remember being so pumped that they were bringing out a new album and then listening to it and being so disappointed. It grew <laughs> on me after repeat listens. It's an incredible album, but very different to this album. Um, but uh, just a little tidbit for you here. Right, so Bonnie Ver, um, Piggy, one day ask... Alexa to play Bonnie Vera on Spotify for you, right? I will be bollocks. <laughs> okay, okay. I used to have almost have arguments with Alexa about this because he was like, Alexa, play Bonnie Ver. Bonnie Bear on Spotify. And then as a kid's artist called Bonnie Bear. Oh, okay. Uh, it was horrible. Every time, because like anytime I wanted to listen to it, it was like chill out type vibe, you know? It's like, Alexa, play Bonnie Vera, please. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, fuck's sake, that's not what I wanted, Alexa. Anyways, so Piggy. Roger. And Jake, both of us. So, first time listens. Yep. What's your What's yep. your ultimate opinions on the album then, so? Whoever wants to go first on that one. Uh, go ahead, Piggy. Um, I didn't know, like, obviously, what you just said there, like, about him collaborating with different albums and stuff like that. To me... He doesn't have like, and now what you're saying is albums keep changing for me. He doesn't obviously have a style or a sound, or he thinks he's got many. Mm, like, sorry, sorry, it's not that his albums keep changing. Um, so 
I mentioned there those three albums. So this one, Bonnie Ver, and then Sixty Two or whatever a million is called. Um, but the Bonnie Ver album is is very similar to this album. It's just a case of that the next album is like probably more well produced, <laughs> as in like actually produced by a record company or whatever. I like the produce. I, I, you can kind of tell how mm. this isn't like studio produced, and I kind of like that about it. And that's what I said to you before about um, what did I can't remember. Was it Ween? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't Again, believe... we always bring up Wayne. Ladies and gentlemen, every week we will bring up this Wayne album. Yeah, but I can't believe it's me bringing it up and not you, Piggy. Um, but I think it was the Wayne album where I said that about that album. It could have been a different album. Yeah, but like I like that like with this album. But like, like if he had kept like if he like this is his first album, yeah. If they had kept this style and like kept the kind of same like what made him famous, where I feel like. You don't find a rapper just the whole switch up their style. I'm mean, like, right, I used to do like trap music, boom, now I'm a fucking gospel singer. Like, and I yeah. find like oh, most of the artists that do this and it's like, right, like they're trying to dip their hands in too many pots. And like for me, I, like I like this album. If you gave me a rap album for this, I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear that. See, I want to hear what I just heard. Like, and that's just me, my style. Like, I hear you, but I just want to add on to that. That it's not about trying to dip their toes in too many pots, as you put it. I don't but, even know if that's the same. Um. But it's more a case of that they want... Like, Queen is the best example I can give, right? So, growing up, Queen were my favourite band. Um, but I was late to the party because I was born in 1999, right? But I can only imagine how fans... And I used to have discussions with all my friends from school about this all the time, how Queen's albums over the over the years changed. And it was, it was a case that they were changing because they were trying to mix it up for... Trying to keep new audiences Relevance. coming in. Yeah, trying to stay relevant, exactly, yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure, like, not only are they trying to stay relevant, but they're trying not to get people bored of their albums. Like, for example, if you listen to Mumford & Sons, their first album, and then listen to their newest album, it's, like, they don't do the banjo and stuff like that anymore. And that's because they don't want people to be going, oh, look, stop doing the banjo stuff, you know? Like, there's only so much banjo we can take. And that's ultimately why artists like Bonnie Vere mix it up every now and again just so that they're not just one trick ponies right yeah and, no and i get sorry piggy, let me go, to make real, a re- go on no you go you go go on no, you i would say to make a really quick point here piggy to add on to what greg said that artists like ween are completely different in this regard mm. they do it for a completely different reason true i would yeah no and i get that but i'm like in my mind if you like put queen two-pack Kanye West, like bands like that, like well, like artists like that, they can do it because they're so talented. Like Jake couldn't all of a sudden be like, right, I'm gonna play basketball. You know, like you you can't like like for me. The fuck makes you think I can't? You're five foot four. You like it's me. Like you can't. Like, <laughs> no, Piggy, Piggy, it's like right. You're thinking too technical, right? So let's just say, for example, with football, for example, right? Thank um. You. I don't know, you might have James Milner or whatever. Oh, yes, yes. He's, he's playing, I don't know, centre midfield, right? He's playing centre midfield, right? But um, then somebody is out injured on the left and he's like, no, sorry, I, I just play centre, that's all I do. And they're like, well, we need you to be versatile here. And he's like, no, no, I just play centre, that's it, that's all I'm going to do. 
So then people are going to be looking to sign him and be like, look, are you versatile? Can you, can you play on the left as well? Or can you play on the right? If he says, no, I only play centre, his, 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 his reach reduces, right? Yeah. So same with music. If he keeps saying as a musician, oh, I will only do acoustic in a cabin every single time, every single time, you're going to get more listeners by broadening away from just that cabin every single time do you get me i do but in the same like i know i understand what you're saying like but there's some like people like that will say like that will like change the music and every couple of songs and they'll kind of make you know that they can adapt where you just give me a whole album of the same style if you went to a whole album of a different style i'd be like you've taken your fan base and you're like right fuck it i'm going completely off the wall to a new like you're going to lose a lot of your fan base if you go from one style. To, like, if you went from rap into mumble rap, you're losing half your fan base. So, I can't, like, unless you're going to say, I'm going to try something new. I don't know if they did say that or not. Well, look, I, I will say, um, Bonnie Ver did, like, from my perspective, like, Flats, for example, likes Bonnie Ver, but he doesn't like the Autotune album as me and John keep putting it. Um, and actually, I'm trying to remember now, I think Bonnie Ver might have a bit more Autotune in it. But then the next album is more kind of like tech produced or whatever, like more like beats. Yeah, uh, focus on beats. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but that album, I was really disappointed with. But then I watched a live session on YouTube and I could see that, oh, it's not just a case of you press play on a fucking beatbox or whatever and it kept going off. I could see that he was actually playing the instruments and making those sounds. Do you get me? So, for me, as a fan who liked the fact that he was playing the guitar, he was writing the lyrics and producing that album. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to say producing the album. I mean, I like the, the raw talent that he had. By me watching him playing that newest album, I was able to see, oh no, this guy is talented. And then after repeat listens, that album really, really grew on me. But, like, yeah, no, and I get that. So, but, like, you're like his core fan base or say like someone like that like you like can appreciate his music yeah. but like he's not gonna get like someone like me or someone like Kyo's or someone like that's not into that music he's not he's he's not gonna get us in for the long haul he's gonna get us in for one album mm. he'll be like right I like the album and then we're gone yeah no I hear right, I you're hear. gonna always stay you know like where Kanye West could literally put out like anything and I'm gonna listen to it but like cause I appreciate his, like the artist he is I'm like let me hear that where like I don't think I would go back mm. to another album. If you were like, wait to hear his auto-tune album for this Bon Iver, I'd be like, no, I don't want to hear that. Like, No, look, look, um, it's a very valid point. Like like I said, Flats doesn't like the, the latest, that's well, not the latest, sorry, 22 million, he doesn't like that album. They have a newer album since then, which I'm not too keen on, but um, yeah. I feel like they're cutting off, like they're shaving, maybe not a lot, but a little bit of their core fan base are kind of just like cutting away a little bit where like, they're not talented enough to be like Queen or like, Queen could make any kind of song and like their fan base are going to be like, yeah, I'm with it. This is yeah, great. Look, I think to, to kind of sum up my thoughts on why Bonnie Fair, like I, I was speaking about other artists and why they try different styles, but ultimately I truly, truly believe that the reason why Bonnie Fair does different styles is because he wants to evolve as a musician, Justin Vernon. That's yes. my view on it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yes. If, if they come out and say that, like, I'm like, yeah, well then, more power to him like Kanye West will like make mad songs you're like right fair enough because like, that's what he wants to do like gospel music rap mm. music auto-tune music like to be fair he probably does say I, I, I yeah haven't... like I'm not their fan base so he's mm. never said it to me but like if you was like oh no 
he said he was going to change up a style, then I'd be like, fair enough. Like, mm. I just like imagine like expecting like you like Bon Iver and you're like, I can't wait to the next album. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, why do you, why is this man not with yeah. you? And, like, that's what I think they're doing. Like, yeah, I hear. But maybe that's why he was doing those as well. Maybe, maybe he's one of those artists where, like. Radiohead, for example, when they released Creep, they refused to play Creep after that because they said, like, that was the one thing they regretted was Creep. And I think it was because the... I, I'm just quoting what I heard on a podcast recently, actually, was that the song kind of just grew its own life and gained all sorts of fans. And they were like, like, these people listening wouldn't be fans of her music but they're a fan of this song you know so they yeah. they kind of grew a hatred for the song creep so i wonder does justin vernon kind of have this feeling where again i'm just off, off my head now i'm just saying i wonder this so i wonder does justin vernon think like maybe skinny love gained fans who are here for the hit singles rather than fans who are here for the love of the music maybe a hundred percent because the that song literally was the first song of what I heard. I was like, right, like, this is like, and I always say, it has to catch me early. Third song, I was like, this is a really good song. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, like, this is not my type of music. And like, it took me in with that song where I was like, yeah, it's like, like, I can definitely understand what you're saying. Like, Tupac and Changes. Like, if someone says to me their favorite song from Tupac is Changes, like, so you don't like rap music, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good good to know, like, like, because that's not his best song at all. And like, if you were like, Skinny Love is their best song, you'd be like, no, it's not. Not even close. Well, it is I mean? an incredible like, song. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Well, for them, it's better. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to listen to the whole... Like, Firmer is a better song. Like, yeah. But Skin Glove is like more like welcoming. To, like you're like... It's easier to listen to. It's like simple lyrics. Like, But it's a really good welcoming song to the album. Like, And it's early. You have to have that song early. If that was your last song, like I've already given up on the album by then. <laughs> true. True. I hear what you're saying. Mm. Good structure saying. of the album. Sorry, but go on. No, no, I've nothing else to carry on with. I, 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 yeah, no, let's carry on with there. What other songs did the boat use like off the album? I'd like to hear a fresh perspective on this one. I'll go right, Jake. You sit there for a second. I'll go Skinny Love. I'll go Lump Sum. Uh, for Emma and Re Stacks are my favorite. I thought the you like Stacks. Parts of it again, too much music. But when he sang, I was like, right, that's really good. Uh. Who's playing music there? The Wolves Act 1 and 2 was awful. Who the fuck's playing the guitar? <laughs> I put myself on mute and no one can hear me except for you, so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he's losing it there. <laughs> he's playing guitars in the background, this man is. Uh, yeah, no, Stax was good. I thought I was going to hate that, Craig. I saw it six minutes long. I was like, right, end the way you began, shy. <laughs> it was actually decent. No, but that, that's what I was checking there, the, the length of that song. So that's six and a half minutes. I'm surprised yeah, you like that. Three minutes of that I could have done without. But the actual singing and like, musically, I was like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. A lot of the songs were like that. A lot of the songs they started off and I was like, oh no, here we go again. Like, And it was like literally a minute of just riffing on the guitar and I was like, I can't do it. And that once he started singing, I'm like, oh, like his voice is His so voice is incredible. Yeah, his voice is so like, easy and so like nice to listen to. I was like, right, I like that. Fair enough. Jacob? Uh, first half, Greg, your volume went up when you did Yeah, that. no. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything. Uh, yeah. my, my, uh, I would say for me, it's for, for Emma, Restacks, and Creature Fear. Sorry, what was I? I was just in my audio there. What was the last thing you said? 
Creature, Creature Fear. Fear. Right, is the third one. Um, and what was your song you said? Forever and Restack. So oh, listen, yeah. sit this one out. I've got you, pal. No, I, was trying, I was trying to fix the audio levels there. Sorry, I'm not the best multitasker. Apologies. Um, okay. Thanks for the help, Feldo. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, okay. And um, what were your least favorite songs? Mm. Team would... and the Wolves Act One and Two. Easy. Ooh. Too much music. Too much music for me. Flew. I think Team was just all fucking music. Actually, no. Lump Sum and Skinny Love, probably. Skinny Love was your least favorite. No, Lump Sum was probably my least favorite. I didn't. I just didn't like. I mean, Skinny Love's fine. Like, it's a good song. Like, but uh, it didn't stick with me like it did with you guys. Apparently, it's yeah. It's the. It's definitely the like. It's definitely their fourth single. Like if they were, if they came out today, Skinny Love, you can, I can see why they're like, right. It's definitely to get an audience, you know, like that's a, it's the most catchy song. It's the most easy to listen to. I can 100% see why people like that. Well, I, I, I also think maybe, maybe some of the covers helped them get, like get new fans who then went and listened to the original, but I could be wrong on that. I never, Craig, I've never heard of a cover from that song. But uh, I bet it's you not have. You've song. heard the Bordy version. It's the girl where it's like, it's a, it was on a, I think it was a John Lewis Christmas ad. I think I could be wrong on that one. I'm in a different world than you. Stuff sometimes music. Like, I'm okay. listening to Tupac and like use it. Or just in general, he's an old completely. Yeah. Different... Enough, fair enough. Maybe I have, but I don't know. Like I don't know. I I don't know any covers off by heart like that. I'm like, all right, mm. I know that. No worries. It's catchy, so I can see why people make covers of it. Like, and the beat is nice. Like, and it's just it's just a real simple song to listen to. And come here, Jake. You said that it may, actually Feldo first said it that it made you wanting more. Um, and this goes out to the people in the the Twitch stream as well as yourselves, lads. Do you think you will listen to more Bunny Verse stuff? Yeah, I'll probably listen to this album again. It, it'll be a little bit because we're gonna have some really solid albums this month. I have a feeling. Sorry, I I just seen I was reading yeah. through the chat there real quickly um and I just seen like uh, Irish Chevron joined the chat. Sorry I'm late. Uh what did I miss? Fellow. Just the lads talking about Ween again. <laughs> we always we love our Ween. All three of us big Ween fans. Very good. Fellow's gonna do my interviews to me. When I when I make a rich fellow, I'm just gonna have like you miss him? Ask Feldo what you mean. <laughs> he's forced there, you like he's just talking shit again. You know he's like <laughs> What about you, well, Figgy? Would you like, do you think you listen to more of their albums? Not out of my own free will. Like if someone had gone to me <laughs> now, if someone, if you said to me like, right, you like that song, you like Skinny Love, like maybe you'd like this song or that song, like, mm. but because, only because you told me that they kind of their style changes a bit, I wouldn't. I like I'm not I'm not looking to hunt for new music personally. Like I'm happy where the music I'm listening to. You kind of get that way, like where. Yeah. If someone said, oh, you like Skinny Love or you like Forever, this song is up your alley, I'd be like, right, I, I definitely wouldn't turn them away. But you like this album, right? You you would, you would have a, a, a favourable opinion on this album. Yeah, right? definitely. Short, mm. like, like, me and Greg were talking before the podcast, like, a 30-minute album to me is primed, a peak album, like, that to me is perfect. I know if I like them, I hate them. They're not, they're not dragging me through a bush to be like, listen to our music. I'm like... That's a 30 minute album. Yeah, I enjoyed four or five songs. Half, like 50% of the album was good to me. Mm. So I definitely, I, if, if a song came on a playlist or a new song came out, I definitely listened to it if someone gave me like the heads up. Mm. And I, I also like, 
I think this is definitely one of those times where I would actually love to hear your thoughts on their other albums. So I mentioned like Justin Vernon is does feature in other like groups, other acts and stuff like that as well, right? But I smell the fucking with me. Hold on, I smell the fucking with me. He is, he is. But come here, I'm right, just saying. Sorry. Right? So Justin Vernon does feature in other bands as well as Bonnie Vare. But I would actually love to hear your thoughts on some Bonnie Vare albums later down the line. So I think this is the first time I'd love to actually revisit an artist just to and not to like see ah gotcha I knew you'd like this but yeah prick yeah, yeah. No, just out of genuine curiosity see what you think of their other albums because I was actually I'm surprised that none of you's heard of this album this week yeah yeah and I can I can definitely see like why when you were saying Sam recommended it it's like if I like it Sam likes it you like it and Jake like it four different kind of styles of music like it's definitely it, I wouldn't say generic but it's definitely an album that like everyone kind of listened to like it's not in your face it's like mellow it's kind Easy of like no, yeah exactly like it's yeah, kind of like yeah. it's just like such a like it's not an obnoxious album as like like mm. slip on like listen to this like it's just so like anyone could listen you could listen to grandmother listen to that on our deathbed you know what i mean it's just such a like <laughs> i didn't have to go deathbed but i went there you could like you, you know what i mean you could let like an eight-year-old listen to that and it's just yeah. it's just an, a really easy listen to see one thing that i've always been curious about is how right, right this is me just getting something off my chest right as as much of a fan of bonnie Vare and justin vernon i am any bonnie iver bonnie bear so as much of a fan i am i part of me part of me is skeptical about the whole fact that this album was recorded or written in it in a cabin right and i'm sure it was but like i just want to read off a good bit of the wikipedia and i know at the end of the day wikipedia is not a reliable source it can be edited by anybody right but Mm -hmm. from reading the wikipedia like i've always had this opinion that like we say cabin it's probably a cabin that's like a million dollars or whatever you know like but it's technically (laughs) had a studio built into it exactly right so it's probably one of those type of cabins like not a rundown cabin or like that but look let me read off a good bit of the, the Wikipedia for you here, right? And just... Vernon's travels brought him to his father's hunting cabin, roughly an hour northwest of his hometown. He and his father had often spent weekends at the 80-acre rural property, an area that they dubbed the land, when he was growing up. In an interview, he described it as a little alpine-style timber frame cabin. The cabin was not necessarily ramshackle. His father had replaced his dirt floors and installed plumbing years before. For roughly three weeks, Vernon sat alone in the shack, drinking beer and watching television. He mulled over thoughts about his relationship with Jensen, a breakup he had struggled to get over. He hunted his food, a practice that he learned from his father. He killed two deer in his period at the property. He lasted the entire three months and then some, according to Vernon. At one point, he faced a wild bear that entered the cabin late one night, enticed by his stew. His father would drop by every ten or so, supplying his son with beer, eggs and cheese. Vernon completed tasks for him, such as stripping wood, clearing brush and stacking lumber. He did not intend to stay for long, viewing the excursion as an opportunity to escape the travel society, to not pay bills, to play music and live really cheaply. Instead, he traded for three months in a harsh Wisconsin winter. That, that, that's all I'm going to stop reading there but I mean ladies and gentlemen that is your Wikipedia article <laughs> reading of the day thank you for stopping 
<laughs> I just put into a group WhatsApp saying this man has just read an audiobook and a podcast. <laughs> no, but honestly, right? I want to ask him. Ask him Finish the book, Greg. Finish the book. <laughs> ask him. He's just reading that much there alone. Do we lost I, five subscribers. I'm sure I did. But is there any part of you that <laughs> doubts the sincerity of of the story there? That sounds no. like Stephen King fucking wrote that. <laughs> I told you, it's like out on Molden Pond where he locked himself in the woods forever. Like, people are just Sorry, I'm just laughing, Boris. We need to know how it ends. <laughs> it doesn't. It really, really does. Come to the after show, Boris. And we got, we, he reads the whole book in the after show. Do you know what, actually look look here here's how I'm gonna say how it ends based on butters, right? Here's how it ends, right? Joseph Vernon said so this probably answers my question. While stories of the cabin would become off repeated and mythologized, Vernon never viewed it that way. And then here's a quote It's sort of odd to look back and see it as magical because it felt like a lonely few months at the cabin where I plugged in the laptop and fucked around. So I think that's ultimately actually what happened there. He someone he, he once said to someone, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I wrote that. I was in my dad's cabin, and then all these stories came out, and all this mythology around it probably grew its own two feet, and just people just made it into this magical story where he was like, I was in my in my holiday home on my yeah. laptop watching yeah. some TV show. What are you talking? And then every now and again, I picked up my guitar, you know. Yeah. So yeah, he wrote forty minutes of the first song, and then all of a sudden, the whole album was made in the fucking cabin. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's yeah. that's that's ultimately what happened there. Then I I reckon people just made it bigger than what he said. Probably. Probably. Okay. Probably. So and to answer the the <laughs> to answer the guys like well, like who are like why did I go into a tangent no. on fucking books? No, I'm actually just <laughs> thinking about that. Like question. like like. I was I was um, doubting the sincerity of the cabin part, but now I just uh, I'm more convinced that just people made it more magical than it actually was. Sorry for that. I mean, idiot. yeah, no, we as people tend to do that. Yeah. Do you remember that time? One day I was there was this, we were watching the UFC piggy and um, you told me to do a podcast. With you? <laughs> well, well, there goes the magic piggy. <laughs> Ronda Rousey had me in a fucking uh, a guillotine. <laughs> I stuck my head out with a guillotine like ever a swift no, uh, oblique kick to the stomach and then I wrote a podcast. And now Back in, at the start of 2020, the whole world was, was locked down. This virus called COVID-19 just struck the world. And we oh, couldn't Jesus. leave our house for, for weeks, for months. And during years. this, I was, I was getting cabin fever. And it just felt like I was losing my mind in this house. And I was like, look... I'm going to have to listen to music and just escape this world of mine and this house of mine. I just need to get out of these four walls. But I couldn't leave those four walls, you know. Mm. So I just felt the only way I could escape was with music. And then one day, Piggy broke the COVID rules, the lockdown rules, came down to my house to watch some UFC. And we had a few too many beers. And Mm. we both just sat there to each other going, do you know what would be great? A book club but with music and be like, yeah. oh, that's that's fantastic. That's I've always wanted to have a book club with music. There's so right? many books out there. There's so, no books with music, and that's where just, we get the just, idea. And there's just no clubs for this kind no, of thing. No clubs. There's none. None. Google it. There's none. <laughs> and then we said, you know what we needed? As like, there's no point to Irish people doing it. We need an American. Boom. Jay comes in. That's it. And blown all the way from Ohio, so, snowing to Ireland. 
Every week, every Wednesday. You think he's in Ohio now? He's actually in my basement. Wheels down in Dublin. So did you know that this week's album, the podcast, was recorded in three sitting rooms across the world during a lockdown? At the same time? Madness. You two are like four feet away from each other. Actually, he lives now. I couldn't reach out my arm and touch Greg anymore. Oh jeez. So so anyways, back back to the album. Any questions from the audience? <laughs> no, no, back to the album, right? So I mentioned earlier, um for me it was it was kind of hard to get into the album after listening to me like bees. Uh, sorry. Not that it was yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah, you but did say that. With that, I still enjoy the album, right? It's just mm-hmm. a hard one to follow with me like bees. So yeah. My rating of the album is a tough one, right? I think, ultimately, my all-time opinion of the album is probably a 9. Because it's almost a perfect folk album. It has so many elements that I just fell in love with. And that was, ultimately, your man, his voice, Justin Vernon's voice, is incredible. His songwriting skills are incredible. And his guitar is fantastic. Now, whether or not you enjoyed his guitar, Piggy, I enjoyed his guitar. So you said you couldn't enjoy like a minute and a half of him doing an intro on guitar. No, I'd rather I, be there. I can, right? And then, not not to ignore the other elements like the trumpet that we said earlier. Like, that was perfectly placed. Um, or like The whole album, to me, is just well produced. Bearing in mind that it was... In the cabin. Well, whether or not the whole thing was produced in the cabin, but I mean... Bearing in mind it was, it came about due to his visit to the cabin or wherever, and the end result is this album. It's almost a perfect album for folk standards, but also bearing that in mind. Then we hold on, hold on. I don't know what folk standards mean. Sorry, for folk, I'm just saying, like, look, does genres of music change over time? Um, but also you get new genres coming in so there's like there's all different sorts of folk genres like someone might say Simon and Garfunkel are folk or you might say um, Connor Oberst is folk I don't know I'm just giving examples I don't examples. these people <laughs> okay okay but, Bob Dylan is the classic yeah, example yeah exactly right? exactly okay. right so where Bonnie Vera is like the t- 2000s like in when Bonnie Vera came out this basically spawned a lot of copy acts you know a lot of okay. people a lot of people wanted to be the next bonnie ver you know um like from and when i say folk i mean this like acoustic um singer songwriter style That's yeah what I mean. right hold on a few more questions so this album is him singing him playing the guitar and he's put the beats in he's put the trumpet no one else is involved in this bar no him. no no no. There in the cabin who involved. else is in like, here we, we, well, see this is what we mentioned earlier is that the idea started off with him in the cabin but then ultimately when he recorded the whole like he, I I don't remember offhand, but I think I read before that he basically wrote and recorded each song on like a cassette player or whatever and just like a, whatever sort of audio recorder he had at the time and then went off and produced it with his mates or whatever yeah, but like he done like the heavy lift, like the heavy lifting. If you kind of get me, like he done like, if I bring you something that's kind of like eighty percent there, and you kind of mix it whatever to me, like he, like no one else sang the songs, no one else played the instruments, bar him, and then obviously he well, put some certain instruments in. Well, other people played instruments in the album too, but no one else sang the songs, and I do believe he wrote all the songs. Jacob, can you concur? 
can I concur that he <laughs> wrote <laughs> I just spoke to my album? check now. Can Hang you concur? I can tell you that I am definitely not positive on the answer to that question. So, I don't know. So, according to Mojo in the UK, the magazine, in 2008, they listed that the fourth best album of the year. Um, Observer Music Monthly ranked the, the, the best album of the year in 2008. And nice. Pitchfork ranked it the 29th best album of the year in 2007. Space Rock is hard. <laughs> well, look. I guess number one. That's fucking shy. Sure, but look at this, right? So, in 2009, NME ranked it the 87th best album of the decade. Which... A decade's a long time. That's sure. Right. But then, Rhapsody ranked it the 17th best album of the decade. So, different opinions, you know? Yeah. So that's what we're here for, Greg. Top 10. What are you giving it? Top 10? Well, look. Based on based on my past enjoyment of the album, my past opinions of the album, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. However, my enjoyment this week is probably more of a 5 this week. And I still rate the album 9, but I just have to be honest and say my personal enjoyment this week was more of a 5 out of 10 this week. Jacob? No, I'm right there with him. Five out of ten. I mean, and it's probably a lot of it is because um, they had to follow, you know, the odds me like bees, and I think it just dulled my thing, my taste for it. Yeah, but it look, no- saying that though, Jake, I do rate the album a nine. I'm just saying that, like, if if we had to say, look, final marks, what's your score? I'd rate it a nine. But if I'm being honest with myself, my enjoyment of it this week was five. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give oh, you, you a real rating when I can listen. I'll give you a real rating when I can listen to it again. Yeah, fair and enough, it's fair not enough. after this album. Yeah. Uh, look, at the end of the day, I don't want to be inform- like trying to say no, no. Look at your score again, Mark. That different. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, Piggy. User, uh, I, I your music is just to me like I could listen to Tupac and then I could listen to you rapping Greg, and I can give you a different rating each one. Like, to me, it doesn't matter what week in, week out. I'd I, I use just mad. I'd give it a six and a half, seven. Sorry, I don't understand your point, Piggy. <laughs> like, I could have Tupac rapping in my sitting room tonight, and then you rapping in my sitting room tomorrow. I'm like, they're completely two different artists. I'm like, right, Greg is fucking reading audiobooks where this man's rapping to me. Like, it doesn't make a difference what week it is. They're fucking two different fucking artists. See, it makes a difference to me because if you are in the middle of watching The Wire, right, you're sitting down and you're watching five seasons was it of the wire oh it's six um, no it's five sorry. and then you go from that and turn on an episode of spongebob squarepants like no do it. no no because that's a very different type of show but you turn on an episode of something like the dexter. dexter there's a very different quality between dexter and the wire but while you might enjoy the two of them as highly as each other it's just going from the wire to Dexter straight off the bat of like, oh, what a great show! That's the best show. Like the wire is your number one show of all time, right? Top three, yeah. So you you finish watching the wire and move to a show that ultimately isn't in your top five, right? Um, yeah. But on a different day, a different week, different month, or whatever, not having just set through the wire, if you watch the Dexter, if you watch Dexter, if you watch Dexter, you're going to get more enjoyment than if you had to just watch that after watching the wire, right? 
Yeah, no, but like I, even with TV, like I can kind of like take myself out and be like, right, like I, I'll go into budget, I'll go into like rapping, like skill, I'll go into like so many different things, but like, right, like this is his first album, like I'm not going to listen, like The Wire to me, like I'm like, right, that's a masterpiece, I'm not going to listen to or look at the X-Ray, but like, right, like, when was it made? Like, I've, I've taken a load of stuff in consideration, but like, right. No, my point, I, I guess my, look, maybe the word is a bad example, but what I was saying was that with me, like, bees, I was pumped, picky. I was, like, adrenaline was flowing through my body. And then I'm listening to this album, which is a chill album. You it know? slows it down. And, yeah. yeah, and it was hard for me to get out of my pumped mode into my chill out mode. You know, I know. Yeah, like if, if right, let me like if I set you in a room and you made me listen to a two-pack song and then maybe listen to like a a little John song, but like right, I can tell the difference. Or like, but you had a week. Like, I'm like yeah. you couldn't like and and see a this week is, is more than to me. Like right, listen, sure for I'm you it is, but zone. sure for you it is. But one thing that came to my mind today was it was only today really where before the podcast where. I was able to sit down and wind and enjoy the album. Where I've listened to this album a lot this week, trying to get there, and it didn't happen because my headspace was still with me like these, you know. You, I think you and Jake as well. You overdo in music, where like you, like I listen to an album to say, like no matter what I'm doing, I could be out for a walk, doing me fish tank. I'll just listen to it at the same time every week. I'm like, right. Depending on how the album suits my style or what I'm doing, where like you'll be like, right, I need to go for, I need to cook dinner. I listen to this album now. Like you're kind of like almost forcing the album on you. No, or it's I'll, not that like, I'm forcing the album on me. It's a case that I remember in one of my old jobs, I was able to listen to music while working, and I remember having a conversation with my brother-in-law about it, and I was saying, I probably listen to music twenty, no, twelve hours a day, each day. And if I think about the fact that there's 24 hours in a day, I was thinking, I'd say I spent, at that time in that job, for four years I was in that job, I probably spent on average of two years, two hours a day not listening to music. So for okay, me, yeah. whether or not it's a case of listening to this album or other albums, I listen to music pretty much all of my waking hours, except for when I'm watching TV, you know? And yeah, that's not a good thing though to me. Like that's like if you not watch for you just, it's not, but for me that's how much I listen to music. You know. All right, like right. Let me give you um, like a different kind of like. Imagine you watch like movies every day. Like obviously you're gonna find some shit movies. So I'd say you've came across like some terrible music where like, you know what I mean? Like you're listening to the same like you're listening to the same like like a movie, a book. Like you're like right, that was bad. That was bad. That's good. That's bad. Like it's almost like a job for you. Where, like, music to me isn't like that. Like, I like listening to one album a week. Then, like, and you've literally got my first impressions of the album. I don't listen to an album three or four times. You've, like, listened to this album this week. That's it. I've listened to it an hour ago, two hours ago. Like, that's my... And I think that gives me, like, my raw emotions. Like, you're right. And I can understand music definitely changes. If you're happy, certain music. If you're angry, there's music you listen to. And I 100% get that. Mm. But I kind of... I'd like you, Greg, to, like, listen to music, like... Almost, like... Not at the same time, but like in your same kind of feelings, because music does like music definitely changes in your feelings. Like if you're in a good mood, the certain music you're in, a, you're angry. Or like, and with the same with movies, like where I think for music to me, like I listen to music like, like maybe late at night or like with the podcast. Now I listen to music like before the podcast, where like I know when I'm gonna listen to it, and I've got the same kind of mindset when mm. I come into the music, which for me is great. 
where you're kind of like you're listening to music to kind of distract yourself almost when you're working there well distract myself but like that's when we're talking about that job sure yeah 100 percent um but i was like right now in my job i can't really listen to music in the same sense i could with that job that job it was a case of that music was keeping me alive because i hated my life and i was just doing the same task day in day out you know where right now i need to be able to focus on my job so i can't listen to music as much as i could then so after work now with this job if i want to unwind and sam's not home i would listen to either an album or music playlist whatever or a podcast until sam gets home and then we'll sit down and watch telly you know so it's one of those things that music is my way of relaxing and unwinding but it's also my way of getting me in a good mood after work so let's say on fridays for example my mindset on a friday is very different to a mindset on a wednesday you know on a wednesday i just want to chill out after work where on a friday i'm like thank fuck i'm not at work tomorrow so when sam goes to bed for example a lot i'm sitting there playing rocket league listening to music and like enjoying the fact that i'm not at work the next day you know and then other nights as well as that not just rocket league or whatever there's other nights where i'm like you know what tonight i'm just gonna sit down and listen to music or watch a concert and stuff like that you know so i genuinely get entertainment out of listening to music and, and watching live shows and all that sort of stuff it's not just background noise you know i, my, I went on a, i went on a tangent there but i mean my point ultimately was that for me it's not a chore okay no like and i get what you're saying but like i i'm in a weird kind of spot now like if i like anything to me that's not like just breathing and like you know what i mean like that's kind of crazy like i can't watch telly and i can't listen to music and i can't like do anything that's like it's not a chore but like i have to be in the right mindset like i couldn't sit down and watch a film or like sit down like if you were like like listen to this music now i'm like i can't like i need to listen to music on my own time i need to play games on my own time i need to watch a movie on my own time everything kind of has to be like i can't just do it like i kind of have to like right mentally prepare myself not like my fucking psycho i'm gonna kill anyone but like i have to mentally be like right i want to listen to this like i know i'm gonna listen to music let me listen to it now yeah. I know I'm gonna watch a bit of TV. I know I'm gonna. I need to have structure. Yeah, more you so do, than but I, I do. don't. <laughs> yeah, Jake, how do you how do you compare like with that? Like, I need kind of like I don't need like a month's notice, but I need to know like a few hours if I'm gonna listen to like a new album or something for me. Like, no, I can pick it up and listen to it. I mean, I listen to music at all different times of the day during all different situations. Like, but that's just me. Like, that's how I've been my whole life. <laughs> I listen to music. Almost all the time, yeah. and even with but TV I, shows and movies, Jake, I'm sure you would like you're listening out to what's what you're hearing on the TV show as well. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the thing is too, I think, is when you listen to a lot of instrumental music, it becomes second nature for your your mind to always hear music. So it's not as distracting. It doesn't require you to like stop everything you're doing. I mean, music music is second nature to me. Like so. And yeah, I know no. from, from my perspective as well, being a movie fan as well, one of the things you, you would hear being said in, like, you know, discussions on movies is that, um, this is not the, the words, but ultimately that audio can make, can change the quality of a, a film, you know? Like, you can record yeah. something and the audio itself can kill it or, or make it, you know? So with mm-hmm. that said, a lot of the time when I'm watching movies or TV shows, I'm listening out to what I'm actually listening to. Like, so whether or not that's noises of the doors or um, like doors opening, creaking and stuff like that, or people talking, 
like actually that's that's kind of a good way to put it piggy if i'm watching a tv show or film as well i'm actively and whether this is I, I know you're not doing this but i'm just letting you know this is where i am with audio in general like if i'm watching a film or tv show my mind is gone hmm what's the audio like here did they overdub this with the audio or have they got a speaker above their head and i'm kind of trying to listen to that sort of stuff you know and then the same as when like um when music comes on my mind is kind of is going okay like i know that they're basically playing tricks with my mind trying to influence my emotions with the music and sometimes i'll be watching movies and be going right Let's pretend that music's not there and we're still getting the same emotions. Now, I'm not doing this all the time, but this is where my mind goes when I'm watching films and TV shows, you know? And sometimes I'm kind of like going, oh, that song fits the scene so perfectly. That song is quite sad. And if it wasn't for this song, I wouldn't have found the scene as sad as I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get me, Piggy? You know, it makes sense. And like, definitely, were, like when you went to the TV shows and stuff, like there's a lot of shows. Like, I think you and Jake are similar. Like You'll watch a TV show that you don't like really enjoy just to kind of see where it goes where like for me like if i don't love the show or love the music i'm like right my mind doesn't shut off but i'm almost like a shut one in and out the other you know that kind of way like i'm like right like that like it there's no effect on my body like or all i'm like right i, I don't even remember it but great like i know greg watches like like tv and was like oh it's not great but i'm gonna just i've, I've already watched seven episodes i commit to it where i'm just like now it was like i'm like i can just be like nope it's gone gone can't do it like i'll never remember it but like you used to have more like You'll like you'll remember little bits and pieces. You go, you'll take the positives, I suppose, from music and yoke. Where I'm just like, no, nah, that wasn't for me, and I'm just gone. I just wipe it out, like mm-hmm. just different kind of styles of music. Where like for me, like rap music has to like the beat has to kind of if the beat shit, I'm not listening to your lyrics. You know, that kind of like it's probably hard for you. So I'm like, when the beat comes, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling the beat. Like I'm like, I know like a lot of rappers write to the beat. So I'm like, yeah, that's a good beat. And then I know the music gonna be good. And if the beat shit, I'm like, great. This has to be something special to take me, and usually it's shit. My right, gone. Next song, next song. We're used to like right. He he fucked up that that instrumental. Let's see where it goes. Like it's not like that for me at all. I mean, from my perspective, as someone you know who's studied music my entire life, I I, I understand what those people suffer with, and like the struggle of trying to build something from a very weak standpoint sometimes like i i get what they have to struggle through so i give them every chance i can yeah i do i will yeah jake that's weird and in fairness you do actually do that as well like like you would appreciate the music and everything with me and like no like i can understand where you're coming from but like i like again me and greg said at the start of this like i don't like i don't know anyone that could play the guitar like i like there's no one like that I could kind of be like, I don't know how hard it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't yeah. understand it's talent. Like, I don't know how hard it is to play the drums. I don't know how hard it is to, like, play the guitar, pick beats. Like, I'm so it's hard to put myself in their shoes where obviously you know a lot more music. So you're like, right, that's, like, really hard to do. Like, just to get that far. Like, different story. Any, any instrument is difficult, even the voice. Like, nothing come well for some people it comes easy but like it's none of it's easy so i try to give everyone as many chances as i can and listen to as much of their stuff as i can and i try to find the positives because i know they've worked hard on it unless they're mumble rappers and then i don't give a fuck <laughs> can i just ask a question that just came into my mind there jake hmm. you rate this album a five right mm-hmm. and you said earlier that 
you wanted more as a good thing and i'm just kind of curious do you not feel that maybe five in like five for me is middle of the road you could go either way with it like so if you're writing this a five and at the same time you're saying you came out of this album wanting more Mm -hmm. i guess ultimately i'm asking just because to get my head around it can you explain why you gave it five again it's not supposed to be some sort of trick question i'm just trying to make sense of it yeah no i i absolutely can um a big part of it obviously is the letdown from the last week and Mm. that speaks volumes to the quality of me like these um the you know another big very very big reason is and this is a problem a lot of people who write this style of music run into that you know i i didn't touch on is when you have music like this you find yourself as a musician or as anybody, a lot. This is not. I, I've talked before about active listening albums and not active listening album. This is such a not active listening album True. that, like, you can literally lose track mentally and just listen to the acoustics in the background. Big time, yeah. And I think personally that that is what caused this album to take so long to gain recognition and him to gain recognition so long is because he put this out in 08 and it could have been just as big of a hit and just as well loved in 08 as it is now but a little bit like that i don't know it causes like a fog in your head almost um and you just kind of you kind of zone out and it doesn't make the album forgetful, but it makes your moment in time forgetful. And that doesn't bode well for longevity of albums. Interesting, because for me, I like that just the final thing you said there is longevity. For me, I can see this being the type of album that when I'm old and have kids and grandchildren this is the type of album that I will love even when I'm Oh sure, it'll stand the it. test of time. Yeah. yeah. Sitting on my rocking chair. <laughs> yeah, to this but album, I you know? that Yeah, but to me that's not the same thing as longevity. That's not the same thing as like I guess longevity isn't the right word to use. Um you know, it's hard to explain. This this album just kind of becomes forgetful. And it's kind of like Piggy talked about, you know, me like bees. Like it, it hit a certain point where it's not bad music. It's great music. But if it doesn't make you remember something other than the instruments, it's not necessarily going to grab a lot of people. And, and in that point, it's not going to get the recognition it deserves. And it's not going to live as long as it should. I'm just kind of curious about, like, are you approaching that from an instrumental viewpoint? Like, because his vocals, the way he sings the songs, like Forever, for example, yeah. you, with the emotion when he's singing that, like... There was emotion? Uh, well, as Porter says there, it's captivating. You're like, well... He says it wasn't well, captivating. Oh, sorry, sorry. But when... Okay. No, but when I... When you listen to Forever, for example, you, you said there was emotion. Like... You said the, there was emotion. I didn't hear no, a damn bit of you it. You said it sarcastically. There was emotion, and yeah, I'm saying, dude. I'm repeating the fact that you're you're shocked at that. So if you re-listen to that song for Emma, 
there 100% is emotion in that song and it's it's I think it's more so based on the range of his voice when he's singing that where he, yes. he like ultimately the album is Forever Forever Go right which makes you think of a, a relationship or whatever and when you listen to that song for Emma you are led to believe that he is still getting over that past relationship with a girl you know and yeah. That grabs your attention from my perspective. Listen to that song. And you start to kind of... Not f- empathize for him or with him or like that. But you, you, you can picture it and you're like, yeah. Do you get me? Did the lyrics make you feel that way? Or did the actual music and well, his see, this is My point is that I think you're approaching it from a guitar standpoint. Or no. an instrumental standpoint. And not yeah. a vocalist or a lyrical standpoint. I'm approaching it from a standpoint of when a man sings in a heavy set falsetto, which is what the ah voice that he does up there is. It's called a falsetto or a head voice. It is very hard to invoke that depth of emotion that one gets when they sing in their natural voice. His lyrics notwithstanding. I think we both disagree on that then because that like... Right, I definitely there's, disagree with you on that. And there's I think no, there's you're, no you're, fluctuation. No, I there's think no influx. See, you're thinking too technical now. From my from in my opinion is right now that you were probably taught in musical school that a falsetto voice makes you feel that <laughs> that's way. That sounded like an insult. In no, no, school. like I, I think like it's not big. It's like ultimately when you're when you're writing stories and write, making movies, you're told that this type of thing will make people feel a certain way. So mm, therefore, right. I can only imagine in a musical school they'd probably say, "Oh, a falsetto voice doesn't evoke emotion." So that's probably why you have that feeling. Where oh no no we're we're it, taught one hundred percent evokes emotion for me. I mean, we're we're taught you know young, very young, especially from a vocalist standpoint, that the the higher register of a man's voice is one of the most powerful things. A low end, low low double bass, you know vocals they they can you know shake the ground but they're not going to swell up your emotions the the vienna boys choir is nothing but sopranos and altos like and it'll still make you cry every time but it's not that it's his right i'm just gonna say right now right for people listening on the podcast on spotify you're gonna hear for emma after this right because that song is stuck in my head right now and but for you to say that there's like sarcastically there's emotion in that song they're 100% is right because like and with the falsetto but also what what do you call it a baritone Jake is it, is what? it, is it a baritone if his voice goes low is it a bass a baritone yeah, yeah, I, know bass, I, yeah. I know my words <laughs> no, I'm joking um, but anyways because like in that song he 100% a mixture of his high pitched voice and at the same time he, he it goes from the high pitched voice to his low voice and it makes you go fuck yeah like I, I it's a technically challenging thing to do it's very multiple octave shifts in a man's vocal range is very difficult like and it's taxing on your throat i'm starting to think were you trying to be sarcastic a minute ago jake or did it just sound sarcastic no i think it's a technically so i i named that if you i mean piggy will, piggy will tell you too i i named that earlier it's one of the three songs i like most on this album i think it's a technically sound album I th- or a technically so- sound song i think it's executed perfectly i don't think it invoked emotion in me it just didn't see like, right and I, like it's a very short song right so here's the lyrics for it right um 
so apropos, I don't know what that means. Saw death on a sunny snow. For every life, forego the parable. Seek the light. My knees are cold. Running home, running home, running home. Go find another lover to bring a, to string along. With all your lies, you're still very lovable. And when you listen to that song, you... Beautiful. Yeah, but the way he sings it as well, you can, like, you can hear, like, when you listen to that song, you're like, yeah, you're in love with her, even though she's a cunt, like. Yeah, I got that guy, definitely, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to be in love with her, but, like, he can't help it, almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, we're agreeing. I mean, it's just no. It's just because it you said there was no emotion with that song, right? It does. Have, you know, I don't. I don't. But the emotion I get from that is more so. Ah, fuck. To up. make me feel that is emotion. I understand what you're saying, right? It's almost like acting in music to make me feel like he does love her through a song. Like that's emotion to me. Like there's no other way. Like to know how much mm. he feels about her. Like yeah. Wait. Uh, uh, look, uh, maybe I need to move off of this because, but you keep saying yeah, but you're not. You're I think you're gonna hurt your head if we no, don't move off. Because of you, you, you said there's no emotion, but you're you're there's then not. saying yeah. From yeah, d- no. Listen, the lyrics hold plenty of emotion to them. Okay, but does that song have emotion in it? From a lyrical standpoint, sure, but no, the music didn't. Like the tonal qualities did not invoke any feeling in me. The lyrics do. The sounds i heard didn't and we've talked about it before a lot of musicians without saying a word can invoke emotion but that song doesn't evoke emotion. that song did not do it from a musical standpoint a lyrical standpoint yes but a lyrics not part of the music Jake. so you're saying an instrumental standpoint right like i, I sure. now i need to stop being so hung up on this but mm. <laughs> like Yes, the song, from an instrumental the lyrics are included standpoint. in the song, so a musical standpoint, it does evoke emotion. But you're saying purely based on instrumentals alone, it doesn't evoke emotion, right? Yes, there we go. Let's go with that. The tonal quality no, I know, does not. I know what you say. Let's go with that just to keep me happy. I I want to understand what you're, where you're coming no, from. Okay, so so listen, it's like very okay, Jake, hard I'm to not listen. trying to prove anything. I'm trying to understand where you're coming from. I don't know what you would prove with me with an argument about technical qualities of music like um no from a te- from a very technical sample you're right instrumentally and vocally because we'll have to include the sounds of the voice not the words that are being said those two things you're right that's instrumental that's what doesn't do it for me there are songs i've heard through our doing this that have given me chills up my spine without even understanding what the hell the people are saying, that's invoking emotion. There are songs I've heard... Yeah, there's songs (laughs) I've heard that have dropped my gut to the pit of its stomach using different instrumental and vocal tactics from a tonal standpoint. That's invoking emotion. And there's ones that do it from a lyrical standpoint, and that's what this song did, but not... The music, the the tones, the instruments, his the sounds of his voice. I have to separate the two in my head. They're not the same to me. The lyrics are part of the song, but they're not the music. They're the lyrics. Okay. Hi, right, Greg. Don't worry. I've got the same face you have there on the screen. Like I, 
I, I, I, but I've always said I don't know enough about music. Like, have, have I ever been the most normal friend either one of you have had? My brain no. does not work like a normal yeah, person. No, like, look, I think I just look, need to accept the fact that I can't get my head around what you're trying to say there. Lyrics to me are everything. Yeah, so exactly. I can understand, like, but no, I yeah. Saying like, if like musically, like, but I like, if I read this as a poem, it would be breathtaking. And a great example is Brown Bird, who I love. And we did the episode on you know I love Brown Bird. And some of their songs are the exact same way. Their music, their their instruments are so great. But sometimes the lyrics don't evoke the emotion for me that they're trying to do. But if I just read them, it's like beautiful poetry. And that in itself evokes the emotion. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's hard to, yeah, I, it's just one of the, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have made a very strange point, I guess. No, like, I just struggled to understand what you were saying. Um, but I, I think it's because my mind was so wrapped up on the fact that, for me, I felt emotion from that song. I walked away from it, but you didn't. But I think at the end of the day, I just need to accept that we're both, taking different things away from the song. Mm-hmm. Just accept that I'm yeah, dead inside. Just accept okay? that we both just <laughs> take different things away from it. Yeah, 100%. Or, or, you know, here's, here, you know, Feldo and Butter made great points. Lyrics are, Feldo says, lyrics are important, but how you convey them is just as important. And Butter says, yeah, it's, it's like you can say the same sentence two different ways and get a different emotion, but it's still the same sentence. Ah, your cronies just jumping, having your back there. How long have we been doing? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. And many more known YouTube longer. What? How long have we been doing the pause? Well, you trying to say for No, so weeks. 69? Weeks. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Craig, in my mind, you still have the exact same taste in music. So to hear you argue about a song, I'm like, well, they're listening to the same shit. Like, that's how different I am to you. Like, I'm like, same fucking music. But, like, it's crazy to hear you, Jake, but, like, right? You take different music from what Craig takes, right? On my mind, I'm like, yeah, they love that Oasis shit. <laughs> On to the next one, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm taking. I, I do like, love yeah. some Oasis, okay? Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, to, like it's almost like me and someone arguing about rap music, different kind of, like, different lyrics, different beats. It's like, I just assume the music is the same. That's how out of the loop I am. I think a very big difference that we've learned through a lot of these episodes, at least I've learned, is just Greg very much listens actively to the lyrics a lot more than either one of us do unless it's a rap album i was gonna you say know, that, i think i think piggy me, yeah. probably listens to lyrics more than i do because for me I, i'm just gonna like it depends on the album or the song like red hot chili peppers mm. i just my ear just zones out zones into the guitarist um and the bassist like mm-hmm. that's just all my head goes to every time i listen to red hot chili peppers so it depends yeah. on the artist you know um sure. but i get i get your point but they do the same thing. There are songs that you can hear from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and never understand or hear a lick of their lyrics other than know that their sounds being made and they may or may not invoke that emotion in you. Yeah, well, um, they, did you ever listen to some of the lyrics? Like, for example... Oh, God, yeah. So the, we're not talking like My Sharona bad, but some of them are rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like the... the, the the meme or the joke anyways it's like um... yeah he was never gonna go past that Jake what 
No, I want to know what Greg was going to say, no, Greg. What were you going to say? No, so we were... Memes to... and jokes we're talking about? No, we were about to pick the next album, right? So <laughs> We aren't was... picking shit. That was the theme of Second Chances. And yeah. this was part of the public vote. I'm glad they picked it. Um, yeah. It was a tough act to follow with me like Biz, and I think if we had have gone for a lesser album, like like I said, I'd normally give this album a nine out of, out of ten. Giving it a five, following off of me like Biz, I can only imagine how I'd rate some of those other more mediocre albums that I was eager to listen to. Yeah, I say mediocre. Well, I mean albums that I haven't listened to, but I doubt it would be as highly rated as this album usually gets from me. You know. Right, and I, I think if nothing else, a big thing to take away from this is that is a testament to me, like these, mm, like and how it. how good they are. Mm. And Piggy, Roger. I'm just gonna ask one other question about uh, this album. Okay. Did we get Piggy's rating? Oh, did we? Yeah, six point five seven. No, we did There we go, 6.57. So that's your rating. He's got, no, he's got that earlier, yeah. Did we? Did we? Yeah. 6.57. All right, Greg, what was your question for Piggy? No, it's just you were saying that you you probably wouldn't listen to their other albums because they changed things. I don't know if I asked it earlier, but if they had another album the same style as this, would you listen to it? Yeah, i definitely more inclined to it. Like, I, it, like this is like such a, like an easy listen album, and that's where I think they got like most of their fan base from. For Sam to recommend it, for me to like it, for you and Jake, obviously, mm. to be like, you can see, like, it's, it's just, like, I can imagine, like, Kyo's or Ward, like, all, like, it's such a generic album that, like, no one has a problem with this. It's not too loud. It's not mm. too long. It's, like, everything that you want in music is there. Like, okay. lyrically good, like, sounds great, short, songs aren't too long, and, like, everything's perfect to me, like. So, I definitely, like, if you were, like, oh, if you like the album, you like this album. Nice. You're, like to me, like you're trying to get someone into your music with this album, and like I'm definitely, I'd be looking to come back. Like, yeah, their 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 next album, Bonnie Bear, is more like this. There is a bit of auto tune in it, but it is more like this album for sure. So you would, I I'd like to hear you to hear that sometime. So you better pick it <laughs> at some point, I guess. Um. So the next theme then for Mar- for February, sorry, apologies, is albums we love, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So this time around, we let the blob go. So the blob had the the task of picking the first album to listen to, and we all know what it is. He said it in the WhatsApp group earlier, so that we could get it ready for the the podcast. Oh, but, I thought he named two albums. I didn't know which one he picked. Yeah, he okay. did name two albums, Shay, because did. one he wanted to pick. Well, I, in fairness, he picked the right album because the album he was going to pick, I don't think you two would have enjoyed. Mm. So Where the album, like the it. album he didn't pick was the Voice by Little Dork. Yeah. He was going to go for that one, but he changed his mind in the end. So I'm just reading what he said here. Um, you got to read it in his voice, Greg. Come on. <laughs> I can't even do it. Um, do you want me to come? Can I come in here? <laughs> it's your brother. Yeah, but I can't do it. Like, Piggy, Let me come in here. Hold on. Let me read get the, the text. Read the text, Piggy. In his voice, right? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Did a few messages. Sorry, Piggy. I was going to choose the voice for the album. I love her Feb, but because of the added songs and other reasons, I've decided to go with 21 Pilots' Vazel with bonus track album, of course, because he likes to get the whole thing in. It was a toss between the voice by Little Dork, his original album, and 22... Piggy, and is that 220... his voice? Oh, so you wanted his whole voice? I just thought you wanted his ad-libs, like how we'd say. No, go on. No, no, we wanted his voice. We wanted his voice, sorry. 
It's hard to read like that because that's how he he's uh, done it really well. Right, I've got it. Sorry, Piggy. I gonna choose the voice album. Feb. The reasons added songs and two of their verses. Twenty one pilots are gonna have to do. It was a toss up dork album. Yeah, it's good. But no, I'm gonna go with twenty one pilots. Yeah, self name twenty one pilots. You know what I mean. Enjoy the pod, lads. Once again, my be Piggy. Take it easy, the blob. That was the weakest blob impersonation I've ever Yeah, heard I think Piggy, the, the pressure got to you on that one. Piggy. It did a little bit, yeah, it did a little bit. <laughs> that sounded more like you than when you normally talk. <laughs> I was trying to read his words, because usually he'd, he'd write stuff like, and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? He actually wrote that really well, right, didn't he? <laughs> oh, so it's just in, in, in plain English. So the blob picked um, the vessel. vessel. Sorry, Vessel by 21 Pilots. The bonus tracks included. The bonus no, I don't... Uh, hang on. Let's see how many extra there are. I know Greg loves this album. Well, Greg loves 21 Pilots, if, in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> there are... Oh, we're going to have to figure out which he, which bonus album he means because there are like four different bonus albums. What's the shortest one, Jake? Uh, uh, the UK EU that's, bonus album. Yeah, that's the one you want to do. The, but does he want the one? Does he want that EK EU UK bonus album along with the iTunes bonus tracks? No, he wants oh, a short yeah. album. He was saying to me, he goes, "Listen, honest to God, he goes, a shortest album is gonna find that's the one I want, hundred percent." That's what he said to me. He definitely wants the album that he linked. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't want that one. So, oh, he linked one. Oh, he linked sure. it. So it is he linked Vessel that, Greg, and then he said, with... "If it's a short album, I'll take it." Vessel Listen, with team. bonus tracks, and it's on for sixteen songs, one hour and six minutes. And that it's is just short UK... enough. Yep, that's the short one. The UK. That's the one he wanted. Yeah, he loves short albums. So and one hour and six minutes. Yeah. Well, I can like I can make that to about forty minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you guys are gonna let me lock that in. So yeah, it's uh, albums we love this month instead of love who's albums. Got, who's going next? One second. We'll one second. That. Sorry, it was very yeah, messy there as we were trying to announce this album, right? So, so this week's album is Vessel by Twenty One Pilots. Right, and what were you saying, Piggy? Who's going next after this album? Not to go ahead of ourselves, but I just want to know do I, how long do I have to Yeah, I reckon we'll, we'll discuss that in the after show, right? So, oh, yeah. on that note, this week's album is A Vessel by 21 Pilots. Jake, do you want to roll us out here on this one? Sure, I can take care of that for us. Hey, everyone, thanks as always for stopping by. We listened to Bon Iver's uh, For Emma, Forever Ago. Uh, and give it a listen if you haven't already and come back and re-listen to the podcast and tell us what you think. If you haven't followed us on social media, we're on everything you could possibly want to find us on. I promise you, it's this week's album. Stop by the Twitch sometime Wednesdays at uh, I mean, it's 5pm Eastern Standard Time. Greg, what time is it in Ireland? GMT! 10 GMT! Like, there's your two sides of the world. You figure it out wherever you're at. Swing on by. You can interact with us in the chat and hang out for the uh, for the after show. This week, when you listen to it and stop by for next week, listen to 21 Pilots Vessel, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday to talk about it.